The following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host today, CJ, and with me I have... Editorial writer, Lord GTZ. And... Director of Social Media, Celia Rose. And joining in at the last minute... Editorial writer, Laser Kid. It is so nice to have everyone here on a podcast. I know I've talked with Lord and Celia a bit, but Laser, it is so nice to have you back on an episode. It has been way too long. It has been a while. Mostly my fault. You make me worried sometimes. Just just throwing that out there. I know. We miss you. I'm we sorry. love you. We love having oh, you I'm here. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. And this is going to be a very interesting podcast episode, to say the least. Um, so basically, there's a lot going on. We have a new series that's coming to Toonami after The Promised Neverland ends with Yashihime. We've gotten some updates with uh, Toonami Originals, whether they're coming soon or not. And... While we have stuff kind of planned for each one, especially uh, some doing some last minute episode or not last minute, but last topic episodes for Attack on Titan and Fire Force, a lot of things didn't quite come together. So we kind of needed a random topic for today. So we're going to have a talk about something that I've joked about for, I want to say, years now. And it was unprompted by our social media director to have a discussion of some of our favorite waifus that have been on Toonami. We're going to go through our top five that have been on the block and it'll be a bit interesting on how we i guess rank our waifu picks and as as celia mentioned earlier she wants to know our tastes so and i i can't necessarily disagree with that either so it, it should be a very interesting podcast and i feel like the four of us are going to get to know each other real well <laughs> i'm excited to get to know you all based on what girls you like best it's gonna be fun <laughs> it, it'll be a little fun and i'm very happy that both of you lord and laser were willing and able to join us on this because celia and i could joke about this topic all the time we we are good friends we can obviously joke about husbando and waifu stuff because we both also play freight grand order that is a, a very dangerous dangerous gotcha game so be careful be very very careful but we thought you know since we joke about it all the time why not have a podcast episode about it so i'm very happy that all three of you could join me for this discussion Woohoo! that's it that's it okay v lord and, and laser are a little shy i understand it's okay i'm excited <laughs> inside i am confused and interested to see how this is going to turn out <laughs> well it's funny Darrell and i have made jokes about this all the time uh if only he wasn't so busy makes me sad um but but before we get to the nitty-gritty of you know waifus and whatnot as i mentioned a lot of news has kind of been coming out of the pipelines from toonami so we do want to touch base on them a little bit starting off with blade runner because apparently as uh host sketch was telling me they didn't quite talk about it yet, so it's good to kind of get this out there now. While there hasn't been a definitive air date for Blade Runner Black Lotus in the U.S., there was a press release that uh, for Adult Swim in Canada stating that 
fans there should expect Blade Runner Black Lotus to come out this fall. There was an earlier press release uh, by Adult Swim also stating that they were expecting both Fina or Fena. I'm sorry, I actually don't remember what it was there, but uh, expecting both that and Blade Runner to come out uh, this year in the fall. So hopefully we will be getting an update on that, uh, whether it be tomorrow as Celia, you know, hides inside, hoping that that's not the case, as well as considering how everything seems to be flowing through. Uh, there looks to be a lot of stuff coming finally, which is great. Uh, and of course, we're recording on, what is it, June 16th today? Today was the day that we got more information on Fina, Pirate Princess, because people were able to see it at the ANSI Film Festival. And thanks to that, uh, One Minute Trailer was dropped by Adult Swim and Crunchyroll. It looked beautiful, too. Oh, I'm so excited for it. This is this is the original that I'm most excited for as well. And it looks spectacular. And it announced summer 2021, which is super, super exciting. Uh, so that could be literally the end of this month. Could be July. Could be August. Could be September. So it's coming soon. And that's super, super exciting that we're getting, like, a lot of uh or we're getting you know our patience is being rewarded for uh these originals and with good there is some bad uzumaki has been delayed till 2022 and if you see the little trailer that was put out you kind of understand why considering that apparently it takes double what a normal uh anime staff would normally hire and like to do all the stuff with uzumaki which and it just it looks beautiful too i love the black and white choice i think it was a really really good choice and i'm just super super excited that we're getting more information you know that that's the big thing yes i'm excited that blade runner black lotus is coming potentially this year considering what canada was told uh i'm really happy about uh fena as well especially that one considering it's my favorite and i am saddened about uzumaki but you know take all the time you need to make it come out perfect I can wait for that, but it's it's really exciting that it seems that a lot of the stuff is like coming at full force. And I'm curious if you guys feel the same way, or if there's something that I'm missing, or anything along those types of lines. I'm honestly very surprised that Fena's coming so soon. That seemed to be a I sentiment would... everyone was saying. Sketch was I mentioning am also that. Also very surprised about that. Mm-hmm. Why? I'm curious. I expected that because it, we hadn't heard anything for so long. I just assumed it was still being worked on. It would take a while. Like, I assumed it was going to come this year, but I was expecting maybe like the fall, maybe November. That's but right. if it's coming within the next few months, that's crazy. Though, considering the preview we just saw, like, I, I believe it now just because it looks like it's a very far in production. It looks a lot different from what we initially saw. So, hey, if it's ready, um more than happy to watch it yeah i think if you had said with the original trailer that it was coming this summer i'd be like are you sure because really when you compare the two because i watched them to make some uh to make some gifts for tsunami faithful's um twitter today they're so tonally different and stylistically different too like the way that they colored things is different the character designs look different the music that they use sets a completely different mood so i'm kind of curious now what this show is aiming for in terms of its story and like the overall tone it wants to set for a fantasy story just because the two trailers are so different from each other Mm, and maybe adult swim wasn't even sure at the time (laughs) until like they were really getting down and dirty especially with covid like everyone getting their vaccine everyone's you know starting to get more to normal they're able to communicate a little more closely maybe maybe that could help with getting the direction going in a way that 
maybe made it so starkly different too there's something to think about because you're right that the two trailers looked vastly different and i'm not a, i'm not like upset about it but it was certainly interesting mm-hmm. definitely also man uzumaki that is Whoa, the thing that i'm most yeah. excited for and it looks so good it looks really yeah, good i'm so happy like for those who don't know that teaser essentially adapts the first four pages of the manga and it's just perfect it's like capturing everything that's great about junji ito's artwork which is very hard to do i was gonna say like a very talented artist that's not easy too and the fact that they've been able to really capture that style seems like it's almost like think of it this way you know how like with certain athletes that transcend the game you look at lebron james michael jordan steph curry this almost feels like it's transcending the way studios can actually animate properties doesn't it or am i like crazy thinking that i mean i think it just goes to show how much time and effort they're putting into this Mm because the fact that like yeah there's twice as much staff that's working on this and it's been taking so long just to like make four episodes and if you look at the storyboards they posted on like the uzumaki twitter they just look like straight up uh junji ito like pages they're going very intricate with it. So I'm very happy about it because, like, to be honest, most Junji Ito anime adaptations have not been very good. <laughs> so this might actually be the first watchable one that won't make me sad. Right? When I first saw the trailer, like, and it first started to open there was a part of me that kind of was worried that it was going to try to be like a mo- like a comic in motion, kind of like how um, Way of the House Husband ended up being, where it's copying the like the comic style, but the animation is not very smooth and doesn't look very good. So I was like, oh, no. But then once the main character started moving and it was so fluid and beautiful, I'm like, OK, I'm not a horror person because I'm a giant baby when it comes to scary things. But I'm excited to see how this turns out. Like, it looks beautiful just in that, like, 30-second glimpse that we got. Yeah, I'm very curious what the actual, like, horror scenes look like. Because in, like, the video, Nagahama mentioned, like, that they have some of them animated already. But, like, they don't want to, like, ruin the surprise of it. I want Nightmare Fuel. I'm anxious for it. I am so not a horror fan. But from what little I know about Uzumaki, a lot of it has to do with, like, you know karmic justice and i'm all for that shit i love horror i really really do i love it so much i want to be kept up awake i want the goosebumps the hair standing i want nightmare fuel so as you can see we're really excited about the originals and i'm really happy especially that it's kind of a way for toonami to counteract the streaming market in the sense where they're getting things where you can only see it you know, there first. And while we do know Fena is going to be also on Crunchyroll, we don't know if it's going to air on Adult Swim first and then Crunchyroll or simultaneous or things like that. So it'll be interesting to see how that develops. But I just like that Toonami's getting their own original content. You know, they're not just acquiring shows. They are also making the shows. And it's really, really, really uh, kind of a sight to behold. One that I really, really enjoy. But Again, we could honestly just be gushing over the animation. Can you imagine going through just what two one-minute trailers and going on an hour-long podcast? I don't know if that's possible. So, you know, as uh, as as you can tell, we're pretty, pretty excited. But uh, we'll save those as we get a little bit more information as we uh, figure out where they're going to be 
what they're going to be, what time they're going to be. I mean, what show they're replacing, all those types of things. We There's so much we don't know, and I want to know, guys. I want to know. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll save that when we get more definitive uh, type of, you know, information. But now it's time for the good stuff, the good, good, good stuff. We are going to be talking about a topic that is near and dear to my heart, our top waifus of Toonami. And I will say, mine, the more I look at it, it's just like, wow, CJ, you're a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> there is one that's more current, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so it'll be funny. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to have a round table kind of thing. We're each going to go start off the bat, you know, say, you know, this is our number five, number four, number three, number, you know, yada, yada, yada. And I'll start at least to kind of set the tone and stuff. Although this one should not be a surprise to anyone. My number five uh, favorite waifu on Toonami is Charmy. It has to be Charmy. Charmy supremacy, please. Of course. It's the only waifu that matters on Black Clover. And I'm jokingly saying that. There are a lot of great female characters on it. But what I love about Charmy is the fact that she's based off of the author's wife. I just can't get over that. That is the cutest thing. It is very sweet of, uh, for him to do that. Because think about it, Black Clover is very, very popular. Uh, it's, you know, big shonen magazine or big shonen comic in Shonen Jump right now. And the fact that, you know, one of the central characters, and I'm not, I'm using that term a little lightly because obviously Charmy isn't, you know, Asta, you know, or Noelle, but she's in a lot. And so it's kind of like a love letter to uh, his wife. And I, I find that very heartwarming. I find that very comforting. And, like I love how like Charmy's just this like little 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 you know black bull just chilling eating stuff in everyone's face stuff in her face, and then all of a sudden you realize actually she can kick ass she's very strong and I love how people would confuse her with Yami's child which I can understand with like the look, but yeah that also might also uh, tell you about how strong she actually is, and if your heart doesn't squee whenever she sees you know I don't know what the heck is wrong with you guys but. I love her. I say law at random times too. I freaking love this character and she has to be in my top five. She absolutely has to be. We believe in a Charmy supremacy era on Toonami. That's just where we're at right now. We have, I, it's not, I don't make the rules here. It's just the way life is. You know, we just have to accept that. So that will be my number five. And so I will go over to V-Lord. Who is your number five waifu on Toonami? Yeah, so my number five is a bit of a weird choice. It's Yukiko from Megalobox. Really? And, huh. Yeah, so part of the reason that I like Yukiko is that she is, one, just a very kind of assertive and uh, kind of like business-first type character. She is a badass in like her own way in kind of her corporate world. And also, like the character that she's based off of uh, Yoko Shiraki from Tomorrow's Joe was just such a fascinating character and they're able to uh, take a lot of the seedlings of what made Yoko interesting and feed them into Yukiko which I thought was really cool especially because like Megalobox is such a more condensed story and fitting such a large character arc would have been tough but they managed to do it and I think overall it was just really interesting seeing like her journey like with her kind of 
obsession with Yuri to actually kind of going on her own when Yuri eventually kind of leaves the picture. So, yeah. I like her drip, too. Oh, yeah. She is very stylish. I really liked... um... I really liked how she presented herself. I really liked the way she looked throughout the first season of Megalobox. And I don't know. It's just, it. there's something about that where I really, really enjoy the type of style. I, I think it's just the aesthetic that Megalobox had that I think enhanced her character as well. And I will say, um, no spoilers, but I've really liked her in season two of Megalobox. So oh, far. she's in it. Oh, that's wonderful. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I'm waiting to watch the dub, which I know is out. So don't worry. I'll get to it. Be Lord. Uh, but yeah, no, that's super. That's really good to hear. I wasn't sure if we'd see her again. So I'm very happy about that. Uh, Celia, it is your turn. What is or who I should say is your number five waifu who's been on Toonami? Yes. So my number five pick is Tsunade from Naruto. Oh, I should have known and that. <laughs> this is more of a recent thing, too. So, like, when I was in middle school and watching Naruto, I remember not really caring for her character very much because I thought her design was just kind of uh, a little too much because she has so much cleavage in early Naruto seasons that I'm like, mm. And when I was, like, you know, 13, 14, she wasn't, I wasn't really into her character. And that was really kind of early in her story arc, too, when she was still having issues with gambling and drinking and stuff. But coming back to Naruto now uh, as an adult, I really love her. <laughs> Not only is she like super gorgeous, she's extremely strong and she's really skilled. Like she's one of the top medical ninjas in all of Konoha. You know, I mean, she's, she's one just of one of the top ninjas Sani. in general. She's one of the legendary Sani, one of yeah. the legendary three. She's the fifth Hokage. Like she's out here showing how good she can be as a leader. You know, obviously. You know, if you've watched Ahead and Shippuden to where it's at now in Toonami, you know, the the front that she's holding with the other Kage, that doesn't exactly go well. But the fight she puts up against Madara, like, she is able to match him pretty much for the most part until, obviously, she runs out of chakra and they start to lose. But that's the reason why she's on my number five is because she's just amazing. I love her. You must like that uh, quotation that we hear whenever Naruto Shippuden is going to be airing on Toonami right at the beginning. Yeah, like, so I remember when she showed up, it was the first time I had seen her in a Naruto episode in years, and she shows up and Madara was, like, talking down to her about how she's weak and how she's not really, like, a descendant of Senju and she doesn't live up to, his, to the name, and, and she's like, I'm not a weak woman. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. That was just A+. plus. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why she's my number five. I really like her a lot. <laughs> It's kind of funny hearing this kind of Celia character arc of appreciating someone in her later years. I mean, she's only 18, but still. <laughs> I like... Totally. Oh, yeah, totally believable. She's a young and very young. <laughs> Maybe at heart, too. I'm just a... I'm a wee, wee babby in the anime fandom. <laughs> Don't mind me. She probably is more seasoned vet than I am. Uh, laser. <laughs> laser. I know that this yep. is kind of short notice for you. Who is your number five? <laughs> well, I managed to get a list together. Ooh, ooh, before, ooh. So before I end up going into the trash pile of why I'm a terrible human being, my first two, I'm actually going to look like a decent person. So my uh, fifth place is Millie Thompson from Trigon, although I'm sort of cheating because just the movie in an April Fool's episode of Trigon has been on Toonami. But I've always loved Millie because she's the sweetest thing who just cares about everyone and 
I love that about her. She's always there for people around her. She's willing to put in the legwork, but she's not a dainty little flower either. She's more than capable of fighting for herself. So I've always really loved her for that. I remember watching Trigun when it was on Adult Swim and really enjoying her character because I remembered she provided a lot of um, comic relief too, but in a very different way. It's because of her in a very different way than Bash does. Mm hmm. Because, like, you see that big Gatling gun just come out of nowhere. Like, how are you kidding <laughs> She's that? She's like, yeah, hey, I got this. This is fun. <laughs> it's really uh, funny. Fun fact, of a roommate of mine and I, when I, we lived together, we nicknamed the truck I had after her because it just kept on trucking. We're like, it's just like Millie from Trigun. <laughs> That's actually really cute. And all I can get from this, guys, is that Laser nice. likes him tall. Way to go, Laser. That's what well, I like to hear. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how long that one lasts. <laughs> well, oh, we're going to no. find out now because oh, no. we're going back to you for number four. We're going in a snake draft order. So, Laser, Ooh. who is your number well, four? Well, I'm about to completely throw that out the window then because my number four is actually the most recent character on my list, which would be uh, Megami Tadoroko from Food Wars. Similar reasons. Uh, she's a sweetheart. She works her butt off. She's all never gives up in the face of adversity. And I, I, I ship her and Soma very hard. Oh, Megami stands. Get him off my podcast. Uh, I completely gonna... forgot about Megami, even though she's like my favorite Food Wars character. Are you? Are you... <laughs> okay. And We're getting into Life of Wars with, right now. We got four. We got to our fourth best, and we're already getting to Life of Wars. Megami stands. Ugh. So basic. I'm sorry. So, I'm so... basic. <laughs> you make me sick. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. I'm gonna make you. You look that makes you sick. You just wait. Who's my favorite Food Wars character? Do you mean like waifu reasons or just like? Yeah, I guess waifu. Waifu. Well, for me, I love meat meat only because I am a fan of the actual food that she makes. Because I'm I'm very much like I love eating meat. So like for me, I'm like yes, the person who I think would cook it the best is someone who I'd want to hang out with. I think her flashy style is ridiculous, but I find it hilarious because she has an American flag bikini why that makes no sense to me whatsoever you're in japan what are you doing here it's like bandit keith only you're a high school girl i'm so confused i find it hilarious and, and honestly i find her moments with soma to be really cute i i find like her bashful kind of her less uh pizzazz size like really sweet and endearing and i find it to be like really something that i wish we saw more of i wish that we could explore it and like she doesn't just have it with soma right she has it with erina she has it with a lot of people who can like break through her shell and i really i i find characters like that super enjoyable because it's not it's not like one-sided right or it's not like a one-dimensional type of character now she kind of becomes that in a sense as we get into later food wars please don't don't make me go down that rabbit hole i'm already depressed about food wars as it is but i i loved I'm sorry i love how I don't know. She's she's just very different from what I expect from Food Wars, and I love that flair. I think her flair is really something special. So, I will always ship her in Soma. And I'm not saying like I'm not actually like a ship war kind of thing, but if I had to, Nor if, I. if I had to pick, I would go with Meet Meet Ikmo. I I like that. But uh, if you want to talk about like waifus, like waifus, it would be Alice's mom. Hello. Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah. She is amazingly beautiful. Oh my god. Holy cow, she's beautiful. Um, but she's not on my list. That's okay. We're moving on. We're moving on. We're, I don't want to get stuck on that. She is absolutely dropped out. Let me let me just at least say this. <laughs> Food Wars, the artist really knew how to accentuate specific things. 
and I think I might leave it at that. Uh, V-Lord, <laughs> or no, it was Celia, actually. That's right, I went to V-Lord after me. Celia, who is your number four waifu on Toonami? My number four is Misato Katsuragi from Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh, that's she is, a good choice. She is millennial with a capital M. She has so much baggage and trauma, and she really just tries to push it all down and keep on going every day. <laughs> and I love her. So, because she's like, really, her character arc is great too. I love that, really, her motivation for succeeding and becoming a leader in Nerve was really to prove that she can get do better than her father um, and even to try to get his attention as if he were still alive um, and in a way kind of continue her father's mission and I think that's just really interesting because she also has severe daddy issues and it's very apparent in her relationship with Kaji <laughs> but um, the character in Eva no question there oh yeah right? definitely and she tries so hard to take care of her pilots like she doesn't always make the best decisions because the reality is she's still a 27 28 year old in a leadership position in the military who's dealing with problems of her own and is also, you know, taking care of two 14 year olds when they're not working. Like that's a huge responsibility. You know, that's like expecting me to take care of two teenagers when I'm not at work anymore. You seem to handle me pretty well, Celia. So I don't know. <laughs> right. But yes, that's why I love her. She tries her best, even though she has a lot of problems she probably should address and chooses not to because no one really wants to face them. And she's easily one of the best characters in Evangelion, even though I love Asuka. She's wonderful <laughs> too. But Misato is definitely my number one. It's funny too, because like watching her relationship kind of was like my first introduction to that type of intimacy. And I think that's also like why uh, that character resonates with a lot of people, especially when you look at uh, people like my age, you know, I'm 31 or almost 31. So it's very, because like for me, I never quite saw that in, in anime or cartoons or anything. And it was intimate intimate so i'm just like oh interesting so i i love her to death uh she is absolutely drop dead gorgeous as well that is that is a wonderful choice celia unlike laser's last one <laughs> no, i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> v lord v lord who is your number four waifu on tsunami yeah so my number four is shinobu from demon slayer here we go, a man of culture! <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like uh, Shinobu is the popular choice for Demon Slayer waifus. Well, I just think she's a genuinely great character. I mean, for one thing, she is a total badass. And I also really love like her personality, where she pretends to be like super friendly, but in reality, she's pretty vicious and brutal at times. I also love her banter with Gyo yes uh, her banter is always so good that that like i hope there's more of that with from what you've read in the manga v lord like i need more of it i absolutely need more of it i mean i love her eyes i love her butterfly like type of style too but like her banter her sharp tongue and wit is really good for her character i think it's amazing yeah, yeah. i love her she's on my list too actually oh. she almost was on my list I didn't quite. I ended up not using it, but she almost made my list. I am such a boomer. Charmy's the only current waifu on my list. Oh Man. no! Yeah. Aside from that, though, like I really just like that she stands out among the Hashiras because, like, even though she's not physically strong, she's found so many ways to just compensate for that through like making her sword like half as heavy and like specializing in poisons. It just makes her like super cool. And I am really looking forward to seeing more of her moments get adapted in, like, 
eventual Demon Slayer content, because I know Laser and I have seen where her stuff goes, and it's yep. so good. Oh, it's amazing. She's an excellent character. I have to ask, what's the name of the girl with the pink and green hair? Pink and green hair. Isn't that Conrochi? Yeah. No, from Demon Slayer. Yeah, that's yeah. Conrochi. Okay. I love that. I love that style of like different color hair thing. So I just wanted to make note of that. I I, I just love that aesthetically because when I see people try to pull it off, it can go really bad. But when people pull it off, it looks amazing. Oh my god, it looks so good. It's surprising. Oh, I've seen a lot really of really good Mitsuri cosplayers. Hell yeah! Again for the culture, Demon Slayer has the culture, and oh, I, yeah. I absolutely love it. So now over to me, my number four, and this is going to be an oldie but goodie. But my number four is Botan from Yu Yu Hakusho. Another oh, excellent choice. Nice. Oh, I don't. This one is going to be more about looks, honestly, and it was more from the story arc where, um, like the entire like the city was zombies and was attacking uh everybody, because she had that like red type of leather jacket with those like red red black pants, and I'm like, dear lord, have I sinned or what? This woman is just a <laughs> knockout. She looks cool she looks so beautiful in it. And and to be fair, like her as as I like to joke, her Grim Reaper outfit looks very elegant too. You know, the pink uh uh Yakata and everything. Like it looks beautiful. And to be fair as well, probably first voice crushed you because Cynthia Krantz did such a great job. And I really, really appreciated her voice for Botan. So I thought it sounded perfect for the character. It fit. She was like exuberant very like animated and it fit the botan character and it, like i said she, i think she looks absolutely stunning uh the blue hair too is always going to be like something that i really really enjoy too but i love botan and i love the snark i think something really underrated from her was the snark like one of my favorite scenes was when she gives yusuke a monocle to be able to see through things and he immediately looks through her dress and it's like that's exactly what a boy his age would do botan you idiot why didn't you think of the suitor and i just i love her like snark that she gives yusuke as well considering how everyone's always afraid of him and she's just like you're you're just a punk ass kid like why do i care i'm like 800 years old i've seen them all kid so i absolutely absolutely love botan and i mean it's you haka show like Oh, there's so many great characters in that. I mean, if we're going to be honest, the best character in that is Kuwabara. I mean, come on now. I, I absolutely is a winner. I, um... That's a funny way of saying Kurama, CJ. Ah, I, I'm a Kurama stan as well, so I feel you. <laughs> it is a funny way, but Kurama doesn't yell Yurameshi in a funny voice. Or has, or has a really pompadour. I really love Kuwabara's dub performance. It's very, I just love it. I can't remember who voices him, but Chris his tonal quality it's, is it's like... It's Chris yeah, Sabat, actually. Yeah, his tonal quality for Kuwabara is, like, it's perfect. And you want to know something... I can't imagine anyone else voicing him. You want to know something crazy? He can go right back to that voice at any time. He's proved it, too. I didn't think he could anymore. I did not think he could do it, but he did. That's amazing. He went from All Might to Zoro to Kuwabara to uh, his character in Fruits Basket that I keep forgetting. Um, the brother of a Yuki. Oh, Ayame. Yes. He did it, like, all in, like, 30 seconds. I was like, excuse me, sir. Wow. Like, there are mortals That's here. That's impressive. I was like, I did not think he could do the Yurameshi thing anymore. Just because, like, he was, it was such a long time ago, right? And, like, you hear him as Yami and uh, as All Might. So it's like, wow, you could still do, like, oh, God, it feels like it hurts his voice. But, yes, Botan is is my is my waifu of Yu, Yu Hakusho. You know, like, 
I have a soft spot for her. She's one of the first. There's another character around that time from a different show, but sadly I will not be naming that show. So it's one of those things where Botan kind of gets the lead for it, and I, I do. I love her so much. I love the spunk. I love the spunk. I mean, how can you not love the spunk, right? Or am I alone on that? I guess I'm alone on nope. that. Okay. You can't go wrong with Spunk. See, no one, nope. They're just they're just stroking the ego, be like, yeah, CJ, it's okay. It's okay. You're not you're not stupid or weird. I understand. It's like, yes, I understand now. We, we didn't put Botan in the waifu trash. Don't worry. She's I feel like I'm I'm I feel like I'm saving her as we speak. <laughs> this next one I know I don't have anything to worry about for this. Uh my number three for waifus has been on Toonami is one that I don't know if it's necessary. No, wait, it's not cheating because it came back again. It's Nico Robin from One Piece. Excellent choice. Oh, you want to talk about probably one of the most popular waifus on the internet. I'm sure Celia sees way too much on even just Toonami's feed. Uh, yeah, I think... well, and she was one of the most popular One Piece characters to be cosplayed for like a solid two or three year period where you couldn't go anywhere without seeing at least 10 Nico Robin cosplayers at an event. She had a cowboy hat. Can you blame them? That's true. It's a pretty sick cowboy hat. It is. And I love like a lot of the sunglasses that like her uh, disguise or I guess her out or her wardrobe from Dressrosa was like something that really uh, caught my eye, especially the hat. Loved her hat with that, especially the time skip too. Like I really love Nico Robin style. Let, let's put it this way. She's mature. She's so intelligent. She could probably figure out all the world's problems, which I really love too. Uh, I love playing chess as that I've seen her do. So I would love to like obviously play with her on that and i guess i mean i don't know i don't know like how else i can really dive deep into nico robin it's just like she's attractive she's smart she's attractive she has wonderful style she's attractive you know it's just <laughs> it's just one of those types of things and like i remember when i was getting back into one piece because i was only uh, I was only introduced through One Piece and Four Kids stuff, you know, when I was a kid. And she doesn't show up till like the last like three episodes before Four Kids stopped dubbing it, you know? And then I kind of fell out of One Piece and out of anime in general. And then, you know, rewatching it through the Funimation dub. And I'm just like, wait, she joins them. I forgot about this. Wait, she joins. Oh, she joins them. Hell yes. We get more of her. Hell yes. I mean, she's just, she's absolutely beautiful. And she can. She she's like someone who should be the captain of the straw hats, honestly, but she's okay with not being it. But like, oh my god, she she is absolutely someone who I would love to like follow those kind of things. I think she's a, a very like I can relate to her leadership style because she can do it without really saying much, and I really respect that type of uh, leadership compared to the raw 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 type of thing which each have their pros and cons and each can do you know succeed in what they're trying to do but i always found i always found it more impactful when you didn't really have to say anything you just knew right like all of a sudden you like walk by like a team captain and they don't have to like scream at you that you suck or that you did something wrong you walk by and it's just like you fucked up you know and we got to get better i feel like she kind of qualifies into that and i really 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 respect that type of type of aura and anything like that and like 
I, I I find the type of questions that people have asked about Nico Robin to Oda one of the funniest things in the world. There's some really, really interesting, or I guess interesting is more how you feel, I guess, on these type of things. But uh, let's just say there's a lot of bonking and horny jail when it comes to questions about Nico Robin to Oda. <laughs> a lot of horny bonking. So I will, I've already been bonked a couple times, so I'll move on for that. But yes, Nico Robin is my number three. Oh, she's so gorgeous. Anyway, anyway, uh, V-Lord, who is your number three waifu on Toonami? Yeah, my number three is Revy from Black Lagoon. Nice. Excellent choice. Oh, yeah, man. Just so, uh, made my list, so I can definitely appreciate it. Yeah, Revy kind of, like, fits into the running trend on my list of just badasses. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's just a really cool character. She swears like a sailor, and... Yeah, I just like seeing her kill people. <laughs> Wait a minute, V-Lord, you homicidal maniac. I mean, let's face it, that's part of why you watch Black Lagoon. No. <laughs> I don't want her to kill me, no. Not to kill you, to kill, like, random bandits and pirates in the show. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's fine. It's just like... Yeah, so V-Lord likes apparently the rough and tumble type. I'm getting kind of that sense. And it doesn't necessarily have to be physical rough and tough because Yukiko isn't exactly rough in the physical sense, but in the, like, the tongue sense, you know what I mean? Like sharp words, very, like, can pierce through your soul. Noticing something here, V-Lord. I'm noticing something. I'm, I'm not sure if I should be worried about you. Maybe. Uh you might have to look into it. Celia, I'm a little worried. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little <laughs> worried. Before before I have a nervous breakdown, who is your number three waifu on Toonami? My number three is Shinobu from Demon Slayer. Wait a minute. We're copying <laughs> that. <laughs> I told you she was on my list, too. She's at number three. Uh, and my, <laughs> my notes for her. The first thing I wrote down when I was putting this list is big ara ara energy because that was the first thing I got. That was my first impression when I saw her in the Demon Slayer TV show. I love her. She's beautiful. She's graceful and she's delicate, but she's deadly. And honestly, the only reason why she's not higher than number three is because I don't know the rest of her story yet. Like I know at the end of season one, she's talking about how she hates demons and, and clearly something happened to her sister that is fueling this and and really has spurred her in the things that she is good at, you know, with her poisons and things. But I haven't gotten to that point in the story yet. So I'm like, okay, you're probably going to rise higher in the rankings once I find out more about your backstory and where this leads. Um, but yeah, she's cute. She's snarky. She's beautiful. I love her. Like if you watched, uh, if you watched our Twitter account during all the live tweetings when Demon Slayer was still in the air, every time there was one that was like, Shinobu, my queen, that was me. <laughs> I should have known. I should have known that wasn't anyone it makes else. Sense now. It does. And I have to say, Celia, are you planning to cosplay as her at some point? Yeah, she's on my list. Hell yeah. Oh, That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. Cause I, I it's like it's been a while since like cons haven't been around. Like, Celia, you gotta be repping them in your cosplay, the ones that you pick. Right? Well, like, Tsunade isn't on my list currently, but she's kinda like working her way up there misato has been on my list of must cosplay for years and i just haven't done it because i haven't figured out how to do her jacket but shinobu as soon as i saw her i'm like yes 
I want to cosplay her. I haven't figured out what to do for the hairline. I was going to say, are you going to just dye your hair like you do every two weeks? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, because what if I want to have pink hair when I cosplay Shinobu? Like, it's not going to work. So, but yes, yeah, she is definitely on my list of characters that I want to cosplay. So I love her. She's wonderful. And she is my number three. Queen, she says. She called her queen. You, you I did. Know, you know where that leads to. We know. We know. Again, starting to learn some things about you guys. And I love it. I'm absolutely enjoying it. Laser, Laser, who is your number three waifu on Toonami? Well, my number three is Ryoko from Tenchimuyo. Oh, and I oh. thought I would be the only boomer. Finally, more boomers. Dude, I'm going to turn 40 in a couple of weeks. More boomer picks. Let's go. I'm an anime boomer. Let's go. Tell me. Tell us why. Tell us why. Tell us why. I mean, number one, beyond anything else you thought. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, but it's true. But also, if you thought Veeler scares you, just really took it to the rest of my list. I, I like violent girls. I don't know why I'm weird. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Let's go, laser. No, don't encourage Okay, me. okay. There are so many girls I put on this list, but they weren't on Toonami, so I can't get away with it. Um... A main chief of which would be Rem from Reason, who's my only true waifu, but, you know. Um, Who was that again? But, uh, also, I, she's probably the only one I actually ship for Tenji, because she's the only one that actually wants Tenji, because she likes Tenji. Everyone else is just like, I uh, want something out of it. Be it status for Aika, or science for Washu, or Tihi, I'm a cute girl, you get the idea. For Ryoko, it's she was around in kind of ghost spirit form around him when he was growing up and went through everything, and she had her own like one-sided bond going on. This she actually legitimately cared about him, so I like that part of her. That's not why she's a waifu, but I do like her for that. Uh, she's a waifu because she's she's crazy, violent, and yeah, she's pretty. Yes. <laughs> Celia, don't I'm encourage sorry. this behavior. We've talked <laughs> no, about it. No, no. When we get to number two, you're going to actually kill me. So well, we're okay. at number two for you now, so I'm getting, <sighs> I'm sharpening the knife right now. Oh my! DJ, <laughs> it's, 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 um, get the hammer ready for bonking. Oh, the <sighs> horny bonk is coming. Oh, it's as death from a comic a kill. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh no. Uh, when I said I like crazy violent ladies, I wasn't kidding. I'm sorry. I don't like talking about this sh this part of myself, but yeah, I like crazy psycho ladies. Okay, but I get it though, because as death is gorgeous. Right. She is also very like drop dead gorgeous, yes. Right, but I that, feel like you helps. wouldn't enjoy spending any time with her. No, I probably wouldn't. More than likely wouldn't, but you know, in in my head, in a weird sort of twisted way, maybe. It's the idea of it, CJ. No, if it was real, oh hell no! If it was real, mm. I get married to my number five pick. I, me, me and Mel, I get married in the end. As death, I wouldn't. I did not expect that coming. A Kamiga kill has some great waifus in the terms of the it looks between, department. It was between her and Siri. Let's just put it that really? way. Really? If we're talking about, you know looks yeah but it wasn't just looks yeah i'm sorry that's just wow me. no it's just i was not expecting that i know Darrell and i have joked about that back when um it was first airing on toonami way back in what 2015 god I've been yeah this podcast for a while um so like we we make jokes about that but i actually didn't think anyone would pick her legitimately well 
I'm sorry, I'm weird. Uh, no, I'm it's weird. not a weird. No, there are like no. people that legitimately like less. Yeah, I was about, I was, like, I was about to say, it, it, laser. It's not weird. I just wasn't expecting it. There's a huge difference here. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I, I literally was not expecting that at all. All right, as I as I go into the field position in the corner, uh, <laughs> Celia, who is, who is your number? I, I'm sorry, this blew me away. Wow, I was not expecting Esdeath to even be mentioned. I almost forgot she even existed. Wow. That, good, good for you, Laser. That's the best pick of the night so far. Just, well, no, because like, oh I like unexpected picks. I, I like that more than anything. So I, I by all means, dude, you... Rock on with your bad self. So yeah, uh, Horty Jail Bonk. Anyway, Celia, Celia uh, who's, who's your number two? Um, my number, my number two is Yoko from Gurren Lagann. Excellent choice. Ooh, yes. I love her. I say I know I've said that about every person on my list so far, with the same emphasis, because I love all of them. But I really love Yoko. Yoko was a character that I encountered when Gurren Lagann first was airing in the mid-2000s. And I really fell in love with her story arc. Like, this is a character that I like not just because I think she's gorgeous, but because really all the way through the entire show, she just has this really nice development that feels very real. Like, you might know someone like her, sans the, you know, 10-foot sniper rifle. Because when she first starts out, like, she's really naive, but she also wants to be tough and wants to follow along with Kamina. You know, she allows herself to be vulnerable and is hurt pretty badly because of it uh, a couple times throughout the series. You know, and then at one point she decides to go off and do her own thing. But when her friends need help, she's like, okay, I got to go. Even though I've set up this new life for myself, I need to go back and help the people that are most important to me and have been the most important to me from the start. So I really appreciate her loyalty um, Yoko is also really special because she's actually one of the first characters that I cosplayed when I first started cosplaying. Aww, that's so cute. Yeah, I love her that's a lot. Cute. She's really special. Like, I remember <laughs> I remember hand sewing the stupid flames on that bikini for, like, weeks because I couldn't figure out how to do it with a sewing machine. Uh, so that's, there was a lot of labor and a lot of love that went into that costume. So but I really Celia, love the character, and it just has a lot of special memories. You I realize something. You can't kiss her. no. I would not recommend it. Like, that's the thing. Like, when it comes to why wouldn't you want to? But it's like, you can't. You, you literally can't with her. I know. She's dangerous. <laughs> oh, God. As death. Horny bonk. All right, we're going to next. <laughs> uh, I started uh, something. Me, 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 and CJ. Me, Lord. Who's this your is what happens to? when you get me on a, on, a, on a waifu episode. What can I tell you? I'm really, I, I'm on it. Before we get to V Lord's number two, I'm very happy that this was happening, honestly. <laughs> oh, Lord. We needed this. We absolutely needed this. I don't know if our listeners did, but we did. So that's what counts. Uh, v, <laughs> v Lord, who is your number two? Yeah, my number two is Irina from Assassination Classroom. Oh, so, what? like, I just That's really like her personality. Than... I think, like, it's cool that she has this kind of more uh, competition-like uh, dynamic with, like, the students and that, like, she's also trying to kill Koro-sensei. Plus, I just also like her character arc of, like, her really getting more attached to kind of just the daily life with, like, uh, 3E. And also, she is a genuinely good teacher in some areas. Like, she does teach them english very well so she's just like cool 
My mouth and is also a she's gag. a badass. My mouth is I was not expecting that name. This I love this. Oh my god, that's two. Like everyone so far everyone that we've mentioned is like, yeah, obviously mine are all pretty basic too. Well, maybe Charmy might be a little different, but you get what I'm saying. But like oh, I was not expecting that. She's a great choice. Great, great choice on that Velar. Uh Chef's Kiss as you will. Oh my god, she's super attractive too and I love I and it's, you're right. I love her linguistic capabilities. I find that not only really cool but actually attractive as well i don't know i just i really think that's awesome all right cj horny bonk there we go okay we're back we're back we're back it's just like <laughs> i wasn't expecting that that was really that's a really good pick that is a really Thank good you. pick i feel like you guys might feel that with my number two although again i think this is kind of obvious but my number two waifu has been on tsunami is one and only yodoichi from bleach Oh Very my god! Oh. I had Very good choice. such a crush on her when I was like when little CJ, you know, was discovering Bleach for the first time. Oh my god, she is just beautiful. She is. She's a baddie. She's awesome. She well, one thing that I really really like from like anime characters is hand to hand combat fights. I love those, especially when they're animated super super well. And seeing her fight the second uh, or the the captain of the second uh, God, I can't remember what those not lieutenants, but like the ones with the white coats. I God, this is I'm very really well. I don't remember what they're actually forever since I watched. I know. I don't remember. <laughs> it's like you know how there was like the twelve or ten captain guards or whatever it was. Yeah, there's oh, yeah, the, the captains and then the lieutenant. It was when she. It was when Yodoichi was fighting Squad Two's captain. And it was like this woman who was like actually madly in love with Yodoichi too. Oh, but you're the... talking about Soy Phone. Yes, thank you, thank you. That fight, oh my god, I loved watching Yodoichi just kick ass at it, and she's so fucking good at kicking ass. Oh my god, oh, yeah. like absolutely drop dead gorgeous type of woman. Uh, I love her hair too, the purple hair. I think that's so like such a wonderful design. But I love hand to hand combat. Like to me, that's like my favorite type of. I wouldn't say power, but just type of fighting style that you see in anime. I really, really enjoy it. Not that I don't enjoy, you know, big swords like what Ichigo was doing or Uryu with his uh, bows and Quincy powers. But I just, there was something about the hand-to-hand combat with Yodoichi with their flash steps, with her being able to, like, just beat the ever-loving shit out of her opponents. And, like, it was the speed, too. So it wasn't just, like, the power behind it, but her speed, too, which is just, oh, I love it. I love it. It really, like... There's something about it that just like mm, just really hits me in the feels in the horny bonk jail thing. But like, oh, my God, she is absolutely beautiful. One hundred percent. One of the most beautiful anime characters I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely. 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 I, I can't get enough of Yodoichi. We stand this woman, V-Lord. We stand her. Not to say that there aren't any, like, great characters in Bleach either. I know people would look at, like, Orihime, Rangiku, but but for me, it, it's got to be Yodoichi. I mean, it, it just, I don't know how you can't, like, I don't know how you can pick anyone but her. I think she's just the best. 100%. Oh my god, I forgot about Rangiku. It's been so long since I watched Bleach, I forgot about her. Celia's I loved her. Great, I loved her back then. Yeah, I, Celia, I, go I, to the corner. <laughs> Rangiku's good. If I had to pick one, it actually might have been Soy Foam for reasons already mentioned. Yeah, I'd probably also pick Soy Foam. You both go in the... You All three of you go in the corner. I'm ending this podcast now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what the heck is wrong with you, Soy Foam? What the heck's wrong with you people? 
I like know. crazy people. Help. She's not even crazy. She just she's obsessed with Yodoichi. So if you're not Yodoichi, she hates you. I mean, she's well, also yeah. an assassin too. Yes. Well, there's that, but I mean, so is Yodoichi. So I mean, there's yeah, that, that's a good point. I mean, I respect the Yodoichi. Yodoichi is a good choice. Uh, I'm just, <laughs> I'm getting angrier as things go on. It's not even horny bong angry. It's just angy, angy. We haven't made it to the next ranking yet, and CJ's already so done with us. He's like, oh, <laughs> I'm just, dis I'm not mad, just disappointed. <laughs> just disappointed. Anyway, we'll get this over with. My number one, Toonami Waifu. I, I really don't think there should be any surprise with this pick whatsoever. The boomer of all boomer picks, it is Faye Valentine, Cowboy Bebop. I don't even know how to say it like eloquently. She is drop dead gorgeous yes oh my god she mm -hmm. is absolutely beautiful and while she isn't necessarily the woman that spike is talking about i love a woman that can kick my ass she probably could anyway <laughs> you know like she's yeah, probably she's she's tough you know she's just I don't, I don't know how to phrase it like like her obviously character style is very provocative which is not a bad thing at all in fact yes i loved it but like I love the style. I loved like so many scenes of her where she's just like, yes, please do whatever you want. And everyone's just like, you're better than that. And she's just like, am I, am I not? You know, like I, I love that type of, she, she was a multi-dimensional character for me. And what, what else can I say about Faye? <laughs> like, is there anything like that? I would, I'm, I, I feel like I hear a bunch of bats coming at my door as we speak, but like, <laughs> there's just like, there's something about her that's just so intoxicating for me. And I don't think there will ever be a female character that will match that type of feeling. And maybe that's like nostalgia glasses on too, because again, Cowboy Bebop was on a lot later than, uh, and like, obviously it was an adult swim show before it got on Toonami, but since it aired on Toonami, since it revival, it counts bitches. But um, it's one of those things where like seeing her is kind of what probably sparked like, oh wait i have a i have a crush on a cartoon character right and like there's nothing wrong with it because a lot of us in anime fandom and stuff like that have that i feel like she kind of sparked that within me to where now i've pr even proposed to cosplayers as uh waifus and it was consensual don't don't worry that wasn't just me <laughs> running up to people <laughs> and doing that but like it's that type of thing where i think all of that type of like joking was sparked was from uh, seeing Cowboy Bebop, you know, and seeing Faye, because I'm just like, oh man, who is her? Damn! And right, I and I totally get it, though. She has this intrigue, really, through the first part of Cowboy Bebop, and especially because, uh, I mean, obviously you get into her backstory later, but, like, in that initial part, all you know is that she's there, but you don't really know why she's still sticking around, when she's made it clear multiple times that she doesn't really need Spike or Jet and can just do her own thing. And she's so sassy. Like, I, yeah, she's a great character in that oh, respect. Oh, man. I just, I would be this. If I was like Spike or Jay, I'd be like, yes, you could stay. In fact, I'll kick everyone else out. You can stay. <laughs> <laughs> everyone else leave. You could stay. Well, her and Ayn. Ayn can stay. Ayn's a cute dog. Uh, Ayn is the real hero of Cowboy Bebop. Let's be honest. You know? I mean, I'm going to, you're not going to get me to disagree. And <laughs> I'm one of my favorite characters in that show. Absolutely. But for me, number one, it's got to be Faye. It's got to be the Valentine. Come on now. It even has Valentine in her name. 
Come on, man. Come on. It's easy. Well, I'm glad we finished the episode. We're all done. My <laughs> one is the only one that matters. <laughs> uh, V-Lord, who is your number one waifu on Toonami? So I feel like this is going to surprise no one, but it's Fujiko Mine from Lupin the Third. Fujiko is just amazing. She's beautiful. She's cunning. She is always, like, one step ahead of everyone. And, like, in Lupin, usually Lupin has everyone around his finger. Like, he has a master plan, some ingenious heist. But Fujiko can always, like, step away from that and even outwit Lupin, which is super cool. And I just love that there's a character like that in a series that is largely male-dominated, that you have Fujiko, who's really kind of, like, a rival to Lupin in many respects. Also, she's a badass, like everyone else. I I really did not think that was going to be the way you ended that one, so I'm glad you chose that route than what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) How did you think I was going to end? Celia, who is your number one waifu? (laughs) Are you trying to avoid more bonks? (laughs) Well, there's that too, but I've also seen a, a woman called Fujiko Mine. Yo, okay, that it, like that, that show's amazing it though. It is. When I look for Lupin gifts and I see ones for the woman called Fujiko Mine, I'm like, I need to watch this. I have it on Blu-ray. It's and I still really haven't good. watched it. I, I watched but it the looks whole so thing. Good. And I really liked uh, a side note, I really liked that at least they kept Michelle Ruff to be Fujiko for it. Like, and I understand, like, you know, recasting Lupin and everyone else for it. It's like as much as I like continuity with that, I'm it's cool, like I can deal with it. But keeping her for that, which I hear she had to record all in one weekend, it's like I'm really happy they went that effort to have uh, Michelle Ruff to stay as Fujiko. Yeah, Michelle Ruff is the definitive English Fujiko. Absolutely. But yes, V-Lord, I thought you were going to end it because of that. Let's put it that way, which is a great show. Yeah, so the woman called Fujiko Mine, to be clear, it is one of my favorite anime of all time. But I don't like Fujiko in that because she's naked. Um (laughs) So, like, the nudity in the woman called Fujiko Mine has, like, a thematic purpose. It exactly, sticks yes. with the actual narrative of self-identity and all that. I could get into, like, hours about that, but, yeah, I mean, she's attractive, but she doesn't have to be naked all the time. Uh, Celie, who is your number one? My number one is Sango from Inuyasha. She's amazing. She's also on my cosplay list. I actually was supposed to cosplay her in 2020, but then events went away, so I had to kind of put that on the back burner. But she is amazing. Like, if in terms of talking about character growth, like, I really appreciate just how, even though her arc kind of takes a while to move just because of how Rumiko Takahashi paced Inuyasha, I love the way that she came to fall for Moroku. Like, she fell, I think she fell for him before he did her. Like, he was just horny for her for most of the time. But she had a big crush on him. Uh, and I really liked how they handled her backstory and really she's constantly torn between like trying to keep her brother safe, but also finding the Shikon jewel shards and she's strong and she's gorgeous and I love her. And she is an actual wife by the end of the TV series and has three kids and is still a badass demon slayer. Like I... she's still going out there and being part of her trade, even though she's raising three kids and taking care of the family and Maroku's who's causing trouble by pretending to overcharge by like overcharging people and pretending demons are bigger than they actually are like if you think about it it's kind of like kind of a shitty situation but she is so happy by the time you get to the end of the series it's wonderful and i love her she's Mm. great 
I should have known you'd pick a Inuyasha character, considering your husband, who's probably number one. <laughs> yes, I've been a Sashomaru simp since day one. Mm, a good Nothing's choice. Nothing's gonna change. A not a not a Doctor Stone Sukasa simp anymore. <sighs> Look, he meets the requirement. All right, he is an icy Ikemen, but Sashomaru is the original. And Tsukasa can't beat him. Sorry. Tsukasa's like the dollar store Sashomaru. Yes. And not you, even Lord. that. <laughs> and then... Now, Sanko, I think, like, is probably one of my top female characters in Inuyasha. Um, besides, I think, Kagura. Like, if I would have to pick a waifu oh, yes. from there. She's wonderful, too. Uh, Laser, to round it out, who's your number one Toonami waifu? Well, and I swear to God... It is. I it's a boomer pick. It's a to boomer God. pick. I'll tell you that. So okay. That should, that should help placate you. You have me. You have me listening. Uh, Kyra from Ronin Warriors, because I had a legitimate teenager crush on Kyra when that aired on Toonami back in the day. See, I can accept this. And it's for the same reasons as Ethda. She's crazy psycho, and that same same reasons, but it's it's more deeply rooted. Although, I also love that she turns good in the end. So you know, maybe something could happen. I, you know, I, yeah. I think there's a little, okay, a big difference between her and Ezdef, though. I think there's a very, uh, very big well, difference. Well, yeah, she was possessed. There's but... there's that, but I also mean the fact that I think Ezdef would enjoy inflicting the pain a little more than <laughs> than anyone else you've mentioned. I don't know about that one, comparatively. Uh, she, as long as she, as long as we're dealing with a possessed version of her, she was plenty much enjoying doing that kind of shit. But again... Okay, so... It I don't know who her. she is, so I looked her up just now. She's hot. I can totally see why you picked number one. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, let me put it to you this way. 16, 17-year-old laser kid in the late 90s was very much digging her and Cammy from Street Fighter. Those are like my top two ladies in my late teens. God, this week's way too much sense for you, Laser. <laughs> Sorry. He's not learning. He's just reaffirming there's a difference. Yeah, <laughs> I'm disgusted of all of you. Anyway, I'm a proud friend. <laughs> uh, let's just put it this way: I I know where, that I've got problems in that on these things, but well, you know. Yeah, if you can yeah. see, I'm learning a lot about my colleagues, and I might be retiring from Tsunami Faithful pretty soon. Now. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what have I done? Lord takeover. We're having V Lord takeover. All right. <laughs> He's been planning this his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> all he had to do was get me on the on the waifu episode. It all makes sense now. All oh, the glory to Keikaku. We all have to agree, though. We live in a charmy supremacy. It's just I, how I can, it is. I can that. I it can is only that. charmy. But there were some honorable mentions. Uh, Sketch, who couldn't record, and Kuro, who couldn't join us as well. Sketch's number one, I think, is rather obvious with his um, retweets on, on Twitter a lot. Uh, it's Nami from One Piece. I don't necessarily know why, and I honestly don't want to know why. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> but that is his uh, his number one. And for Kuro, her best girl, of I, I'm not sure if she meant of all that have been on Toonami, but at least was the one that she gave me, was Hinata from Naruto, which I was not expecting. And I would really wish she could have been on to explain that one, because I'm very curious, honestly, on that uh shinata does have some wonderful qualities as well she's such a good friend she was supportive to naruto and i, I guess you can kind of like pick and choose how you view it because it could have been like a stalkerish so it could have been like eh, kind of weird but considering how ostracized naruto was how he had no one and she was at least a kind soul 
who he could, you know, turn to. I, I find that rather uh, admirable for her sake as well. So not a bad choice whatsoever. But again, the Nami one, I, I wonder with you, Sketch. I wonder. Maybe he just wants a lot of money. I mean, Nami's more than just that. Yeah. I can respect the Nami pick. I, I'm not a I big would... Nami fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. I'd, be, I'd be more Blast on the... Me. If I was going to do One Piece, I'd say Perona, but yeah. Ooh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay, Perona. now we're getting the culture right here, Laser. Perona is an excellent choice. I find her hilarious. Right. Her fight with Usopp yes. was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, agreed. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I freaking love that fight. Oh, my God. It was so hilarious. It's one of the best fights. I, I have to agree with you there. And then Perona, like, always running around with Zoro. Like, it's just like, yeah, uh, that's funny. Yep. I, I I love where where she ended up. That was that was pretty dang great. But uh, as they say, our waifus are trash, and so are yours. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just kind of a joke. But that is it. That is our top five top waifus from Tanami. Some for obvious reasons. Some that had my mouth kind of a gasp for a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. There's two that I was like, what? And like my jaw just kind of dropped. And Celia's didn't surprise me whatsoever. At least her first one did not surprise me whatsoever. <laughs> of course it's Inuyasha's stuff. Of course. Um, I love that show. I'll I never mean, stop loving that show. You're allowed to love the show. It's a pioneer in and of itself. But for our listeners who are listening to this episode, who are probably like, you guys all do go, need to go to horny jail. Who are your favorite waifus on Toonami? Or even just not on Toonami, just your favorite waifus in general. And the Will and Cloud husbandos as well. Because let me tell you something. That's our part two, Celia. We're doing a part two at some point. Oh, hell yeah. We have to. Husbandos. In any case, in any case, that will do it for today's episode. So, as you all know, we'll get some house cleaning done. You can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at Toonami Podcast. You can listen to the podcast on just about everything, including iTunes, Google Music, Spotify. If it hosts podcasts, you will be able to find the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I promise you, if you really, really need to know, you can find it everywhere. Trust me on this. Just just trust me. I have great waifu taste. That's why you can trust me. Uh, you can find every episode of the podcast to stream online at soundcloud.com slash Toonami Faithful Podcast. And you can get the latest news by following Toonami Faithful on Twitter at Toonami News, where you can read our news articles and our reviews, as well as all different types of editorials that we can write. And don't forget, you can subscribe to the Toonami Faithful Pass at patreon.com slash tsunami faithful it's where we hold all of our behind the scenes interview from the recent tsunami documentary what tsunami means to me as well as other interviews all different types of goodies will be put there so if you have the means and would want to throw something at our way we'd be more than gracious to accept and hope that you can and if not just simply listening to our podcast is all you have to do although i don't know how much you would actually want to listen to this episode <laughs> i feel like we we might be like uh, attacked for our taste honestly more than anything uh, uh well maybe anyway 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 uh that's it for this episode's laser where can they find you uh you can find me at laserkid prime on twitter.com uh you can find me on the dumb weaves podcast whenever we do another episode and occasionally i'm a guest on the uh, demon slayer podcast a gasp at the Demon Slayer podcast. Who likes Demon Slayer? Wink, wink. I don't know. Some, Demon some, Slayer's some awful. 
it's must be now the dumb <laughs> we podcast makes sense <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i'm a brainiac v lord where can our listeners find you uh yeah people can find me on twitter at v lord gtz and i also write various reviews for all-comic.com as well as occasional editorials for Tanami faithful but then i also do a bunch of podcasts uh like laser mentioned uh i host the demon slayer podcast at d slayer podcast on twitter and speaking of uh demon slayer mugen train is going to be streaming on funimation starting on june 22nd so you should go watch that if you haven't seen it like four times like i have i haven't seen it yet <gasps> cj i haven't seen it because i didn't feel safe going to a theater yet <laughs> Okay, that's actually completely fair. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that was that was really the. I was looking. There was certain showings where I'm like, ah, maybe no one's gonna be there. But I was like, you know what? It's coming to digital. It's fine. It's not like it's the greatest anime movie ever. It's not like I'm missing out on anything. You know, and I'm being sarcastic with those. I just didn't quite feel comfortable. But uh, yeah, I, I have, I'm still one of the few who have not seen Demon Slayer Mugen Train yet. We'll change that when it comes to digital. But, I, have a, uh, yeah, I have a serious uh, question. Does it involve podcast. trains? Does it involve trains? <laughs> Nothing oh, bad ever happened on trains. You just have to watch it to find out, CJ. Oh, okay. <laughs> I also host the Oversoul Shaman King podcast at Shaman King Pod on Twitter. Um, Dumbweebs podcast at Dumbweebs Pod, like Laser mentioned. And then also with our other writers, Marion and Sakaki, I do a Shogakukan uh, focused podcast called Saturday Night Shoggy on Twitter at Sat Night Shoggy. So go check out all of those. You should. It's like Funimation. You should be watching instead. You should be listening. <laughs> That's yeah, our tagline. Podcast universe. He's like Thanos. Actually, no, Marion's more like Thanos. Yeah, Marion does like twice as many podcasts as i do <laughs> wow and you the should read their stuff they don't edit any of them oh really so <laughs> well, yeah that, that probably helps a lot yeah probably I Celia, would imagine so. where could our listeners find you you can find me on twitter at planet twinkle and on facebook at Celia rose cosplay um when you're responding to this episode if you tag the tsunami faithful twitter account at tsunami news and use the hashtag uh tsunami talkback when you share your waifus with us we can see them a lot easier, and we may even uh, shout a few of them out on the next podcast episode, if your taste is good. If okay. Thank you. I was going <laughs> to say, I have final say in this one. I love it. And you can find me on Twitter, at CJ Mafferis, uh, and in Waifu Jail and Horny Jail, whichever one uh, will have me at the moment. Uh, and I think we're kind of all on both right now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and... Uh, like I said, you can find me on Twitter at CJ Mafferis. I do edit, editorials, articles, too much. I do too much. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, you can find me on like Pokemon stuff with that same name as well as Genshin Impact. But that will do it for this episode. Uh, we will see you on the next episode and hopefully you enjoy listening. But uh, eh, we hope you had fun. That, that's all I can really ask for. <laughs> see you around.